welcome one and all to Umami Manga. I'm Petter, and with me I got James. Hey. And today we're talking about Spy Family Volume 2. You know, my brain still wants to pronounce it Spy X Family, but I'm, re <laughs> I'm really making an effort not to pronounce that X. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, we're back continuing this series, uh, as we have very recently started it, uh, with the second volume. And I guess, is there anything you'd like to say before we get into the characters, or should we just do it? Can I just say that I'm really enjoying it? Glad, glad to hear it. Yeah, I'm doing it much more than I thought I would. Awesome, awesome. Um, yeah. <laughs> then we have chosen a good series to, 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 to go with. Mm -hmm. Let's start with Twilight, or Lloyd Forger, as we did last time. One thing I thought was kind of funny relatively early on in this volume was how he... Well, he in, in his mind, he sort of criticized the com communication method that they used within that spy organization. Like, in, yeah. in the first volume, we saw, you know, several instances of, like, other spies, like, making, like, animal noises to give him, like, the cipher and stuff like that. And it, it is obviously very silly, uh, but it was funny that in this book, he actually pointed it out himself. And, like, in, this, in, this, in that chapter where he did it, there was, like, the whole... Like, he was just served a bunch of food that started mm -hmm. with pee. It's like, <laughs> so subtle. <laughs> so, I, I took it that he disliked the food way of, or like, the like mm. communicating through food or whatever. However, I think you make a good point. Just in general, it's all ridiculous. Right. <laughs> so, I, I hope that, now that you've said it, I hope it's a commentary on how much he hates the way they just communicate in general. Right, yeah, I, I, at least that, that was how I read it. Obviously, I, I, do, I can definitely see it the way you pointed it out as well. But, but to be fair, the food one is pretty ridiculous. It's it, like, is, oh, it absolutely is. But it also, like, seeing, like, people, like, saying, like, meow or ribbit or, that, like, yeah. stuff like that is, like, <laughs> th that's not particularly subtle either. <laughs> <laughs> so he has a new goal or, well, they ha they've, they got past phase one, and phase two yeah. is now to get Anya into the Imperial Scholar, uh, I guess, group. Exactly, exactly. So that that was very interesting. And but 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 he also had like he's got a plan B as well to like because he does he doesn't seem to necessarily believe that Anya will be able to make it there. So <laughs> so for her to become friends with with the Damien is the other alternative, which is yeah, it's interesting. But uh, nothing is really seem nothing seems to be going very well at the moment. <laughs> yeah, they basically entered into phase two now, mm. but that anxiety that he experienced in phase one is not going anywhere. In fact, it may be <laughs> even worse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was funny how he kind of pointed out that anxiety, like at least at at <laughs> two points, I think, in this book. Mm -hmm. uh, I do feel for him, but it's it you know I, at the same time I can't help but laugh. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Because in the end, I think it may work out in ways that he just does understand. And obviously, we have the perspective of the, uh, perspective of the reader here, so mm. we have that advantage. But uh, I think in the end, things will fall into place so that their, at least phase two will be a success. Right, yeah. One way or another. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but it is it is exciting to see how it's going to like how everything is going to fall into place, right? <laughs> and I think that's yeah that's what makes this uh, manga so interesting right now is it feels like it's going to go in that direction, but you just not the way that 
Twilight and his association has planned. Yeah, right. So he has like these two plans right now that mm-hmm. that we've talked about. And for plan B, like he even, I, I think he was responsible for making it so that Anya ended up in the same class as Damien. Um, mm-hmm. So that was that was also pretty nice. But but yeah, like I, I think you make a good point. Like it could be interesting to see like even another solution to this that we just can't think of right now that ends up being the the thing that works. Oh well, could could be fun. Or or did I misinterpret you? Yeah, so I, I, I think that potentially it may be hilarious that both plan B and plan A are actually do work out in the end. Um, because what I'm saying is that right now, Twilight is just like, this is hopeless. Like, nine of these are going to happen. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, at least yet. Hmm. And so he's still trying, but it's not, it's not going as, as he foreseen it and how the association, I, I assume, would foresee it. Right. Uh, but I think in the end, he... Anya will get to that point where she does become friends with Damien. Uh, it j- becomes friends with Damien's and maybe even somehow enters into that uh, Imperial Scholar group. I, right. I forget what it is. Circle yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they totally. I, I do I do have faith in Anya, even though, you know, <laughs> things aren't right. Aren't that easy. But I, I do I do have faith in her. <laughs> Yeah, I I just, I just, I don't think it's going to be by normal means. Oh yeah, she will get into there. I don't think it's going to be because she's top of her class per se. It's going to be something right. else. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Something. I mean, and I I'm I'm feeling like Henry Henderson. You know, he seems to mm-hmm. have a liking for that family as a whole to some degree. Indeed. So you know, maybe he will see some quality in her. Yeah. That that he can reward or something like that. Maybe, but I understand why, it, you know, Lloyd is so worried. You know, it, <laughs> he's so worried that he follows Anya to school, and he's kind of just <laughs> make, trying to make, trying to give her the a push in the right direction. <laughs> yeah. um, oh my god, that that was one of the funniest parts. I thought when he like he he kept like trying to influence her by giving her all those signals when she wasn't <laughs> at, at school, like to, that she had to apologize to Damien. <laughs> <laughs> it was really funny to me. <laughs> it makes me wonder how hands-on he's going to be throughout this story. Or oh, yeah. after this volume, does he just kind of, you know, just, okay, you know what? It'll, or, or, like, because towards the end of the volume, it seems like he kind of gives up on the plan B uh, in, in a way, because then he just focuses on studies, right? Right, yeah, yeah. So maybe he won't be as hands-on anymore then. I don't know. Mm. Either way, it was funny to see him at school and yeah. just being a... <laughs> taking the worried parent stereotype to the extreme. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> but but it's also funny because it's, it's... Yeah, like it is it definitely is very similar to that stereotype. But knowing kind of his character... It's actually not mm-hmm. because he's worried about Anya. It's because he's worried about the mission. <laughs> so oh, that, that, like, that, it makes fair. it makes it funny, like on a different level. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yep, yep. I don't think I have anything more on Twilight, but go ahead if you do. I really only have two more things, mm. and they come from the side story, which was quite enjoyable. Uh, I guess I'll just real quick say that the the side mission where they go to the aquarium. Yeah, it, it was nice to kind of see Lloyd in his spy element outside of the main story, you know? This is definitely right. a kind of 
at least I felt like it was it was a almost a filler type of a thing. But you know, mm-hmm. it, I understand it's canon. Yeah, actually, uh, on that, um, in the mm-hmm. physical book, it said at the very start of that chapter, there was a little piece of text that basically said that that chapter was written. Obviously, it's not crucial to the overarching story. Like, you probably could skip it, you know, with, right. without really missing out on anything. But it was written sort of as a, like, for someone who's new to the series, could read this to kind of get an idea sort of, of what the oh. what the manga is like, in a way. Like, I think that that was sort of the intention of it um, when it was published. I can definitely see that. Right. When it was pu- published in the magazine at first. And then uh, Tetsuya Endo wanted to include it in the volume because he... Well, he he thought it was a good chapter, <laughs> which I agree with. It is a good <laughs> yeah, chapter. Yeah, it was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. And like like its purpose, it does a great job in in set er, just basically setting up expectations for what this manga is about. Mm-hmm. Really, um, not gonna lie, I kind of hope we get a side story for that centers on each of the main characters. So the next it, next one, maybe we get one that's kind of like yours. Mm trying to do her assassin job on the side. Yeah, yeah, that could be a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe you have one for Anya, although Anya does seem to be kind of one of the main focuses. Like, she had a lot of focus in this volume. True. But I don't know. I think it'd be kind of fun to have these. And Usually, I, I, I am a person who likes to have story every chapter and get to a certain plot, get to a certain point. But for this manga, it just seems, I don't know, kind of nice to have every now and again this episodic uh, chapter where it shows Lloyd or Yor in, in their elements. Right. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I enjoyed that chapter and you could, like I was saying, you can see the brilliance and quick memory of Twilight on full display <laughs> being able to remember the names of all the penguins <laughs> yeah. and figure out how to feed all them. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, he said a but he said a line because the whole point of the aquarium was to keep up the their their family facade and mm-hmm. not have suspicious neighbors, um, but neighbors will always always be suspicious. Um, <laughs> Got to gossip about something. Yeah, right. Um, but he says flailing, flailing around trying to do whatever I can to maintain a happy home life, and that's basically a a normal thing to say. But it's it's facts, and even even if mm. someone who's single, I think we're all just kind of like making up on the fly, kind of kind of a thing. Totally, like that, that's life, man. Yeah, <laughs> that's just life. So maybe he shouldn't be as hard as as he is on himself. Mm. But uh, I think that also comes with his perfectionism as a spy. And I mean, he has like a lot of pressure on himself as well. True, not just from this mission being incredibly crucial to. Like the whole, like the state of the world, in a way. Mm-hmm. But also, like his reputation having being like pro- possibly the most famous spy in the world, sort of. Like yeah, he, he, yeah. Like that 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 whole thing has got to put a lot of pressure on a person, I imagine. Speaking of that pressure, I I wish the he we didn't have to deal with all of these side cases, though. I mean, yeah, it's fun to see and fun to read, but oh yeah, you know, it's really taking a toll on him and definitely. Uh, you know, I I want him to be a good father. Of course. Even though it's all a facade, but <laughs> at this point, but I I don't know. Like I think it was just so wholesome to see him spend time with his family. Uh huh. And 
maybe relax a little bit, but he couldn't really because of the situation that he was put in. So yeah, yeah, you know. right. And and of course, it's you know we we want this facade to not be facade anymore. You know, eventually, of you know, course, at, you know, eventually. down the line, mm-hmm. uh, that's that's like the the dream sort of. Uh, but I thought it was also like it kind of put his. I guess fame into perspective in the in the chapter where they went to the castle where all the other ah. spies showed up uh, mm-hmm. as like extras sort of <laughs> that where that you you could see like several of them were like oh my god I want to get his like uh, autograph <laughs> later and like oh my god it's Twilight he's so cool like it was it was really fun to see that <laughs> yeah and it, you know everyone was so cooperative like they're just watching this kid play you know but pretend yeah and they cheer at the end he's like what is going on like, <laughs> yeah that was great uh, <laughs> um, hey anything for twilight anything for the mission exactly yeah like yeah they, both of that really yeah for the mission and for twilight because everyone has so much respect for twilight and and obviously this mm-hmm. mission yeah <laughs> so true all right then should we move on to anya forger Absolutely. Let's do it. Then, uh, well, she got accepted into Eden Academy through the waiting list. Through the waiting list, you're right. So, <laughs> remember last discussion, I was really curious what that falling picture meant. And, and, oh, yeah. And I guess it was just a, an, what's the word? Was supposed to elude, it, mm, <laughs> elude mm. to the fact that she was going to fail, fail the exam or not get in <laughs> right. at first. Um, so, yeah, the, I guess that's that's where that comes from, um, but you know, Henry Henderson being the awesome man he is, I really like I really like this guy. Oh, totally, yeah. He he was able to get her on that waiting list, and it all worked out in the end. And yeah, you know, good for Anya. Totally, yeah, yeah. That I was really happy, and and seeing the three of them celebrate together, or like when when they just mm-hmm. yeah, there, there was like a one rather, rather large panel if I recall. Yeah. Uh, where you just see the three of them just really happy together. That was really, really nice to very see. Very wholesome. Very, very wholesome, yeah. I wonder if it was unnecessary drama. Like, the like, you know, why couldn't she just be, make the list? But I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I think we got, we again, we got to see the Henderson assist. And, right. you know, it's, it, it worked out in the end. Exactly. I, I, I agree. Like, it was good, like, character, I guess, building for, for Henderson. And it also... I guess gave like a, a little bit of extra suspense to it all, <laughs> uh, because honestly, even on this reread, because I've only read this once and I only read it like as the chapters were coming out, pretty much at the beginning, mm-hmm. and because of me having read it, you know, at such a slow pace the first time, I guess it makes it harder to remember all the details when you read it slowly like that, like one chapter every every now and then. At least that's the way, the way for me. Um, so I th- there is a lot of stuff I don't really remember. Like, I remember the characters and stuff, but there's a lot of details that I've forgotten. So when when this happened, when, when it turned out that she was on the waiting list, I thought for a moment that she wouldn't get in that quickly. Like, there would be, like, there would, oh. like, they would need something else, like, something bigger to get, to mm-hmm. get to that guy, obviously I knew she would get in, but I, I sort of, for a moment I thought it would take much longer and like require much more effort. <laughs> you know, um, you're whittling down the waiting list and everything. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was also great. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
but anyway, yeah, she, she got in anyway. She got into the school and on her first day, she punches Damien right in the face. One punch! It's like, boom! <laughs> One punch! <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I love that panel, too. Oh my god. This manga is just so good at making, like, really awesome panels. Like, funny panels, memorable panels, mm-hmm. just iconic panels overall. Like, it's so good at that. I feel like every book has several of those types of panels. <laughs> For sure. But she did kind of get away with it. Uh, well, sort of get away with, with uh, having punch him that way. Since uh, Henderson said she should have received three, three of those uh, Tonitris bolts. Hmm. She should have received three of those, but he only gave her one. Uh, so that was cool of him. Uh, and and he, she used that excuse that Damien had stepped yeah. uh, Becky on the foot and that she was actually doing it to protect Becky. <laughs> all that. That, that was pretty yeah. smart, smart of Anya, honestly. She, she's quick on the fly. Yeah. <laughs> Up to this point, she's just basically making up as she goes, and <laughs> I mean, I understand, but she's only not even six, I don't think. But yeah, she, yeah. you know, but she's still able to like basically <laughs> worm her way <laughs> out of things. Yeah. Um, and but not deceitfully so, I don't think. Yeah. No, no. I mean, obviously, she, she, like, Damien deserves to get punched. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were a bunch of jerks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I just. I know this maybe say this comedy, but I love the way how she just turns around, looks at the teacher, just to check if he's looking, and then just decks him, just <laughs> yeah. absolutely wrecks him. Yeah. Oh, um. so good. Because I didn't think she was like crying over the side or anything, but I wasn't sure what she was doing when she turned her head around. Like, yeah, that. yeah. What's, what's about to happen here? The boom. <laughs> yeah, I, I was gonna say too. Like, I also didn't understand like why she was looking in that direction at first, but then yeah. <laughs> very very good and i mean it's and it's such a such a real thing kind of to do like like very realistic for like a kid in school to do like of, of course you would look if there's teachers watching before punching another student like <laughs> yeah. it makes a lot of sense and i i thought there was like on that topic I, th- I thought there were other times when it just felt so accurate i guess to real like little mm. kids in school stuff like like the the insults for example that some of the like the boys especially throw uh-huh. like are so so immature but in 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 a way that is like to- like that's exactly how it is but it's it's like as an adult reading this it's obviously like it's, it's it makes it just really funny yeah i agree i agree then there was a part where anya sort of when she fell asleep when she was studying and and Twilight put her to bed. She kind of mumbles, "No, Mama, don't kill Papa." And obviously, <laughs> Lloyd doesn't understand like what's going on. But I don't know. Is could that be some kind of foreshadowing to something that might happen later on in the story? We last time we kind of talked about mm-hmm. the the idea that maybe they'd have to sh- like have it like maybe there'd be like a showdown or something between Yor and Lloyd at some point. So I don't know. I, could be fun. Yeah, I th- I think yeah, I, I think it definitely could be a, a foreshadowing uh, you know, just what kind of confrontation could be happening in the future. Mm. And I think with some of the stuff we learned at the end of this volume, that that confrontation is definitely looking more like a possibility mm-hmm. in some way. Um now, I know I'm not saying and I I know you're not saying this either mm. that Anya can see into the future in her dreams or anything like that. Right. Yeah. Uh, but 
eventually that the, there's got to be some sort of revelation where they they all well i guess anya already knows but the other two find out about about everyone everyone's secrets uh so hmm. it'll be <laughs> it just it kind of sets that up for the future yeah true future site could be pretty cool though but yeah that's not what she does you know it could it could be like maybe she does have that but who knows i i like the uh before she went to punching she she took her mother's advice or yours advice with just giving a smile and everything like that yes Uh, (laughs) and (laughs) this this facial expression she chose it's just so great um, it is, and I think it was true. It was the strongest weapon because it <laughs> wounded Damien's pride. Oh yes, uh huh. And in his posse, I guess, and um, I'd say it was pretty effective. Like, Anya is, is said, "Mama, Mama lied. Like this is not this isn't helping anything." <laughs> but I think in reality, I think it may have turned Damien to think of it in a different way. Um, but obviously it was the punch that really did it. Uh, yeah, right. But I, I think <laughs> I think that smile was probably to her benefit as well. Right. I, in, in a way she hadn't anticipated, perhaps. Like I guess yeah. she had she she thought it would give a different outcome, but but hey, yeah, as you said, yeah, it did work out ultimately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that that was hilarious though, and her kind of <laughs> realizing that oh shit, this isn't working as I intended it for. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> yeah like Anya's face, face expressions throughout the, this manga are just brilliant like there's so many good mm-hmm. ones like when she starts crying as she's uh, uh, apologizing to, to Damien for example mm. that's also great and but yeah I think in, in this volume though like that smile like it's like a smirky smile is definitely <laughs> yeah. definitely my favorite uh, one of her expressions <laughs> have you ever seen the anime i think it's called real life i've only heard of that one long story short there's a character who basically ha- is, is so a little bit socially awkward and she doesn't know how to get along with people very well mm. um can't express herself all the time but she wants but she wants to make friends and she wants people to see that she's a sweet person mm-hmm. and so the main character is like, okay well how about you try smiling and so she smiles but it's it's kind of similar smile that anya gives oh. it's just kind of a smirk and and hey, like looking down on someone with, with a smile, kind of almost a almost a a, a um, kagia okoai koto, you know. Oh uh, yeah, like how cute. Yeah, how how cute um, ah. thing. So yeah, uh, but but she doesn't mean that at all. She's just trying to be. She's just trying to smile, but she doesn't know how to how to smile properly. Anyway, so right. uh, it kind of, kind of remind me of that of that moment and. Um, but, but this is also this is a very funny take on it all and <laughs> yeah. great and I'm sure we'll see many more amazing facial expressions oh, for from sure. Anya going forward. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. She's 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 awesome. <laughs> I guess going farther back into the volume, hmm? the the first chapter was incredibly wholesome, where she asks to be saved. Uh, or she has to be has to be a princess, you know the whole role play thing. We talked touched about a little bit about that, but uh-huh. after all that, Twilight congratulates her and 
um, they just kind of have a moment there, and I, I really, I really like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because as much as they're as Twilight believes he's faking it, he really is a father figure oh, to yeah. her at this point. Yeah. You know. <laughs> and that hearing that congratulations and doing all that for her meant so much. I bet. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's honestly it's touching. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like because I think for Anya it's very real, or I think I, I think for her it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for Twilight, maybe he doesn't actively feel feel it, but I think a part of him, at least he, a lot of his actions and stuff like 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 the scene that you mentioned, like makes it feel very right. real. I think even even from his perspective. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I look forward to seeing more of this, maybe more frequently as well, uh, perhaps. I think of the three, Twilight is the one who needs a little more i mean it makes sense why but mm. need, you know a little more a little more coaxing into yeah believing him believing that this is that can be a real family exactly um but i i think there are moments where whether he means to or not yeah it definitely shows that and um that means the world to anya yeah I loved her showing her dress to everyone in the park. That was really sweet. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know if you've ever been on a walk or just outside, but then you have some you have some really sociable kids who just come up to you and just are adorable. Yes, yes. Uh, that's what, <laughs> that's what kind of kind of remind me of. Uh, you know. <laughs> that's so true. Yeah. I, I I didn't think of it when I read the chapter, but like, yeah, you're absolutely right. I have I have been on the receiving end of that of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. And I guess at the end of that chapter, uh, Anya's like, train me in your ways, mother. Yes. Teach me. <laughs> Teach me. I, um, I must become stronger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like, and again, like with like these iconic and like just awesome panels, that's that's another one of my mm-hmm. favorites when Lloyd comes home and he's like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> Getting ready for school. <laughs> and they're standing there punching. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> Uh, uh, it's great stuff. Uh-huh. In that side story, I don't know if this was confirmed before, so correct me if I'm wrong, but mm-hmm. I don't think we've ever seen her read the minds of anything but humans before. But in this one, she right. was able to read the minds of penguins. True, true, yeah. Um, That's a good point, yeah. So I guess, and I mean, that would be so overwhelming if she was hearing every living creature's thoughts Uh throughout the day so surely she she's able potentially to focus on what she's hearing at a time which would which um, would be much healthier for her i would hope um because if she's hearing all that and then she just just tries to pinpoint the thoughts individually um at all times oh my gosh right that would be so bad i mean well we 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 learn in the first volume that she doesn't like crowds because then there's just too many minds that kind of that's true into her. so i guess maybe or this is just like me speculating on this but mm-hmm. maybe she hasn't especially like maybe it's easier for her i guess to take in the thoughts of humans but when it comes mm-hmm. to other creatures maybe she, she would require it would it would require her to maybe focus on them extra perhaps because mm-hmm. otherwise i mean ants and little things like are just everywhere would just like those sorts of minds would just right. get into her automatically if that was the case so may- maybe humans kind of get to her easier perhaps yeah maybe that could be it something like that 
Um, or maybe it's just something that's not quite consistent. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. But, but I, I, you know, the fact that she can read the minds of animals is uh, surprising. I, I, yeah. I thought it would be just been uh, humans. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, actually, that that was a very interesting thing that that chapter kind of, I guess, established. Yeah. Then she fell asleep in in class. A girl, I know the feeling. I've been there. <laughs> you know, and. Then, <laughs> And I think the teacher was equally of, uh, uh, as afraid of me. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, to be fair, this was the, the incident I'm thinking of is college, not, you know, first grade. <laughs> I, I don't know which is, which is better or worse, to be honest, though. <laughs> hey, I got, I got an A I'm in that class. Okay, good. <laughs> Uh, I I don't think I've ever like completely fallen asleep in class. Uh, I've absolutely you know been incredibly tired, of course, but never. I don't think I've ever actually fallen asleep. I don't know, man. Sometimes it's just so warm, especially when it's like fall time, <laughs> and you're just like, oh my gosh, I'm really sleepy. This guy is speaking in monotone. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't blame. I don't blame anybody. True. <laughs> I can't. True. Honestly. Yeah. And it's like this kind of just mind-numbing sounds of the, of the lecturers <laughs> like oh it's, it's like it's like you're in like the backseat of a car yeah and it's like that's that kind of sound it just makes you fall asleep yeah what made it worst is that it was the front row <laughs> <laughs> right. like absolutely front in the class and it wasn't just the front of the class it was also like she was like one of two people on the front row oh too. <laughs> i'm talking about myself i was in the front row <laughs> oh oh for yourself oh for you okay yeah so it was on you so like we, I really can't relate to this situation. <laughs> oh my god! Wow. <laughs> hey, the teacher liked me. Okay, so it worked out. Good. <laughs> I'm glad. Anyway. Yes. Uh, <laughs> um, no. So, yeah, I think I think mm. it's it's. I don't blame her for falling asleep, but yeah. <laughs> I think she's gonna try harder going forward, as we see later on. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, <laughs> that's all I have on Anya. All right. Yeah. Me too. Then. Let us move on to your forger. So, I guess one of my favorite parts with her, this volume, was how she sort of came to terms with the fact that she can't be a quote-unquote normal mother. Uh, Mm. But she also learned that Anya really likes her the way she is and for for the person she is. Like, she she really understood that and that she sort of will be able to, you know, still be a mother to Anya in her own way. I thought that was a really nice part of this book you know not only that for me it's just how much your is embracing the mother role Mm. like she she's coming into this uh, using this as basically an alibi for herself so that people don't get suspicious and stuff like that yeah and and also to sort of appease her brother in a way yeah but still an alibi if you will yes So so the brother doesn't have to worry yeah i don't think that will be the case unfortunately but anyway (laughs) i'll step back real quick i think it's really sweet of her to take on the role fully and be be willing to be the mother for anya instead of just Mm -hmm. kind of you know uh, half-heartedly go about doing it and you know only put up a a facade or a face in public you know Mm -hmm. I feel like that easily could have been uh, that kind of a situation 
especially since she doesn't is not in a relationship with with Twilight and has no obligation to care for Anya. Exactly. So yeah, it's, so I think it's it's really sweet of her to when you know those punks try to take Anya. She said, "Get your hands off my daughter. I am I am her." Uh, I am their mother. Or yeah. Anyway, she basically just uh, takes a stand on that, and I and I really like that. Oh yeah. You know this is kind of weird, but um, there's something about it, it, and you know I I've heard that some women like it when or think find it very attractive when a man kind of has a fatherly side to him, or right. you know shows like that that parenting side. And I think the opposite is true. For me, I think if a woman shows her motherly side or willing to, you know, protect her child, I don't know. I find that attractive as well. Oh, I, I mean, absolutely. Yeah, I think it go. I think it's the same for for everyone, regardless of gender. I think that that trait in in a person is an attractive trait to to probably most people. I imagine. Yeah. So I think your is very attractive in that sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> And and I think it also you know a lot of it comes from her having sort of had this experience with her younger brother True. in the, in the past you know she having you know pretty much raised him in in, in a sense obviously uh, perhaps a bit, perhaps a bit different since she was definitely much younger mm-hmm. then but but still she has experience raising young kids so yeah so maybe that that's why it comes easy to her for, for her or or naturally for her to care for Anya as well. Mhm. Yeah. For sure. And we we sort of touched on on this thing earlier, but I thought it was really funny how your seemed at least for a moment she really seemed to seriously consider killing like some parents of the other <laughs> kids that were uh, accepted into the school <laughs> just to get Anya in there. That that was really funny. And for a moment cuz it doesn't show explicitly right. that it that it's just her in her mind like it's not exactly. it's not super clear so at first i thought it was actually happening i was like no <laughs> you are no don't don't do it <laughs> it's it's a it was a brilliant way of showing what she was thinking yeah. you know kind of dad uh, kind of having a fake out well well done <laughs> yeah by the manga god absolutely uh, we we touched on this last discussion or you know kind of theorized it but she says i can try cooking which that's an uh oh <laughs> like right. try cooking. <laughs> so let me guess you you don't cook like you you've never cooked before. Hmm. She doesn't even know what vegetables are or what goes well together. Yeah. Other than like oh this carrot looks like it could be could be useful for my work. The <laughs> uh, day I'm stabbed by a carrot. Right. So it makes me wonder when she was raising Yuri did she not ever cook. Mm. Do they just eat out all the time? Like what? <laughs> Maybe we'll get an explanation to that <laughs> down the line. Uh, yeah, well, I, yeah, I think you're right. I think we will. <laughs> then um, later in the volume, after Anya sort of got sick of studying, she refused to keep studying, and you know Twilight didn't really know how to teach her or how to motivate her. Your, mm-hmm. I sort of talked to him, and I think they had a really nice conversation there. Yeah. During it, I know there was a point. I think near the near the end of that conversation, you were sort of apologized for butting in or for, well, for giving her two cents on it. But obviously, Twilight was very appreciative of her advice, and and you know he he was happy to, you know that that she had his back and all of that on those sorts of things, and yeah, yeah, that that was another one of those really wholesome and very sweet moments between the the main characters of this in in this book. 
Absolutely. Uh, and I think your showed that she can be a great support to both Anya and Lloyd and, yeah. and um, I don't know, give, give, give some great advice. She's definitely has those airhead moments. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like when, you know, when she was thinking about the problems she was going through, you know, her <laughs> you know, little crazy phase. And then she's like, you know, fives look like S's, which I don't know if that was supposed to be a assassin thing or if that was just her being an airhead. I, I, th- I think it, it's more so the latter probably. <laughs> but anyway, so, so she has those moments, but at the same time, she's very sweet and mm. is very supportive. Um, and yeah, I think, honestly, I think this family deserves a lot more credit than they give themselves i think they mm. they're gonna be they're gonna be just fine petter they're gonna be just yes fine. <laughs> i agree <laughs> such good great characters like we're only two volumes in but i feel like I've... they're so easy to like right exactly right right they're so so lovable all three of them oh so good so good <laughs> really really well written one i think the last thing i have on your is that she gets mad drunk uh, in the first chapter, so I guess you know she's. I don't. I don't. That didn't happen last volume, did it? Uh, no, I don't think so. Yeah, so I guess give her a bit of alcohol, and she's she's one of those stereotypes. Yeah, <laughs> anime tropes. I mean, uh, Frankie was the same though. I, I it seemed like. Uh, I think I, I, they, Frankie but could both hold it a little better than your. True. I think Yor was a little more drunk. That 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 is fair. That is fair. Yeah, she she sort of started hitting Lloyd, maybe a bit too violently, and yeah. Um, yeah, and and I wonder if in the future, if they do have chances to drink again, maybe that assassin side that she usually keeps, mm. you know, hidden comes out again, right. um, in, in various probably funny ways. Fair, yeah, yeah. They yeah, that, that that should be interesting. But speaking of speaking of her, I guess getting drunk easily and stuff like that, or at least enjoying herself a glass of wine mm-hmm. or several. Um, <laughs> yeah, she kept <laughs> at the page right after in, in the in the physical volume at, the, at anyway. Uh, right after the final chapter, which is the extra chapter, uh, you flip that page, and the the next page is just an image of. Uh, like the whole page is just a picture of your lying kind of passed out on the couch and uh, Anya putting a blanket over her and but and she's having like a um she's holding a like your is holding a wine bottle in her in her hand. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty sweet though. Oh no. Ah. <laughs> uh, you know, every time you describe stuff that's in in these volumes, I know there's so little not and not, not just spy family but other other series we cover it's like uh, yeah. I want to start buying them, <laughs> but money and space, yeah. ah, mostly space. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, I I do understand that. Because <laughs> uh, that that sounds cute, or well, it is really funny, cute. you know. Yeah, it's great. It's great. <laughs> yeah, but I guess that's it on your. Yep. Then let's move on to her little brother, Yuri Breyer. So, uh, yeah, he was only mentioned, and I think we maybe heard his voice in the telephone last volume, but mm-hmm. we actually get to see him properly in this one. And 
Turns out he's a lieutenant of the state security service, also known as the secret police. And uh, he's out to get Twilight, because that's an enemy of his, <laughs> obviously. Little does he know. And he can be really scary mm. sometimes. I saw that coming. Uh, yeah. Not because he was in potentially in the police. Like I wasn't sure what he was doing. I, I thought I honestly thought it could be a, a another assassin type of job, but it turned out to be secret police. Mm. But I think that the scariness... Uh, and the the violentness that he can have yeah. uh, was evident in how overprotective he seemed. Oh yeah, about his sister. Right, or like obsessed very much with his obsessed, sister. Obsessed, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. for sure. And we and you definitely see that, you know, sh- showing in this volume. Um, even when he's thinking about where his sister bruised or broke his ribs or whatever it was. And he, he still feels the pain from it, <laughs> but he right. kind of he kind of is like is grateful almost about it. Mm. <laughs> yeah, kind of treats it really weirdly. So <laughs> yeah, it's really I, funny. Yeah, yeah, no, it's funny. Uh, so I I guess at the very least I'm excited to see what happens in his little visit here. I don't know. I'm 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 sure it'll be chaotic. Whatever happens. Yeah, it should be a lot of fun. <laughs> Yeah, I also thought it was funny how he didn't—he didn't actually get to hear from his sister that she had gotten married. I mean, she didn't actually get married, but well, I guess <laughs> it, it escaped her mind. Officially, I guess she's she's married. Yeah, <laughs> and he he heard it like from that other guy that he met. Yeah, <laughs> I I I hope he's a little bit suspicious. I mean, I guess while he was walking there, he wondered why it took a year for him to hear about their marriage. Exactly. When. Yeah, even though technically it's only been a few weeks, <laughs> yeah. but he he took it that oh, he must be an abusive man. <laughs> right, right. He is yeah. suspicious of Lloyd, although for the <laughs> wrong reasons. <laughs> yeah, right. Hmm. I, I was pretty sure that he was gonna be the sister obsessed, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Type of person. <laughs> yeah. I, I think we both were, were thinking that. <laughs> yeah, and it became very very clear in this book. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And I like how when uh, when Yor is telling her coworkers about about her brother, and like <laughs> she, she shows them the picture, and like at first they're all like, "Oh my god, he's so cute! Oh my god, you should hook, uh-huh. you should hook me up with him," or like something like that. And then uh, and then she tells them that like he's he loves her, like he loves her so much, and that he always like dotes on her and stuff like that. And then they're like, "Ah, oh, that's kind of creepy," or "That's kind of weird." Ah, <laughs> uh, one of those kind <laughs> pass. It's like he's in love with you. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it was fun to get him. Actually, I I had completely forgotten that he was introduced this early, or like with like his actual appearance uh, this early mm-hmm. in the story. So I was very happy to see him in this volume. Yeah. But anything more on him? Nah. All right, then let's move on to Becky Blackbell, the girl that Anya becomes friends with in her class, mm-hmm. and um, basically BFFs. Uh, right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I thought they had like their the friendship that started forming between them seemed really really wholesome and sweet. Uh, mm-hmm. throughout this book and um unlike many of the other kids in the class she's or she seems very independent like independent enough to not suck up to damien the way like a lot of the other kids were doing yeah uh so i thought uh, you know I, I i respect her a lot for that for sure you know and and how she even though the you know the rumors of anya punching damien i mean it was true but yeah, just all those rumors. Like she knew, she knew who Anya was, and and 
Um, she's basically the a an anchor for Anya and what could potentially be a tough climate at school. Yeah. To start off with, so it, it I'm glad she's there and mm-hmm. and yeah, she kind of had those thoughts at the very beginning about that. Well, that were maybe the nicest to Anya. Although I don't really blame, <laughs> I don't really blame Becky for thinking that, especially with her background. And, right. And yeah. Anya looking so young. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah. So I don't really blame her, but she's obviously she's obviously turned around and had an opinion change, and now she's. I think she she was always like this, but just is a really good person and hmm. a great friend. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, she was the only one that sat with Anya when everyone else were, like, keeping their distance as, as much as they could in the classroom. Right. So, yeah. Props to her for that. And honestly, I think the advice that she was giving Anya about not worrying about Damien in real life, if it was, if this wasn't a mission type of situation, <laughs> it'd be great. It'd be, she, she's got a point. Yeah. Wow, smart six-year-old. Absolutely. Like, <laughs> you don't need to, you don't need to give him the time of day. He's just a jerk. Um, <laughs> hmm. But uh, obviously that was ran counterintuitive <laughs> yeah. to the entire thing. On that topic, as you know, she or well, Twilight was sort of observing it, and from his perspective, it seemed obviously that like she was sort of disrupting Anya's attempt to apologize to, to Damien. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we learned also through his thoughts in that in that moment that the Desmond group and the black bell groups are business partners ah. that's something that twilight knew and that just made me well well he twilight also also just kind of well he sort of disregarded that thought because it seemed mm-hmm. kind of ridiculous also but um and i i, I think he was right to disregard it because it seems seems maybe a bit far-fetched uh because as you said as well like becky's actions there to try to get Anya away from that whole thing is really just a natural or not maybe not natural necessarily but yeah like a, a, a smart move um right but it sort of i guess it's it's it, i guess it's interesting to me to know that their families are business partners uh considering how poorly Becky and Damien are getting along at school mm, um good point like i i guess they're just kids so i guess maybe it's, maybe i shouldn't think too much of it, but it's still interesting that they are basically moral enemies in school. Meanwhile, apparently their parents are business business partners. That's a good point. Maybe there is something to that. Although, it, the, I'm not saying you're applying this, but if there were any nefarious reasonings behind um, Becky keeping Anya away from from Damien, mm. uh, surely Anya would be able to read her thoughts. I mean, she can't just right not be thinking about that, right? Yeah, so. exactly. I, I, actually, that, that that's also something that I thought of. That I I feel like mm-hmm. since Anya is so, well, since she she seems to really like Becky that much, like so much, and and all that, she I I would also assume that there are no that, that there's nothing beneath the surface there probably. Right. Hmm. Right. But maybe. But yeah. But maybe that 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 relationship will play a, a part going forward. Right. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't think too much about that, but. <laughs> Yeah, the fact that they're both there at school right. um, could lead to some interesting plot points. Definitely. <laughs> Shall we move on to Damien then? Yes. Go for it. He's a snot-nosed, spoiled brat. and <laughs> Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Not too many redeeming qualities yet, but I think he's one of those characters that as time goes on, and it's going to be a slow burn, but I think he will 
his personality will change and mm. he, he'll realize the errors of his maybe narcissistic and pompous ways, um, yeah. er- arrogant ways. Uh, and I think Anya would be one to help him with that. Mm. What I do know about Damien is he clearly has a little crush on Anya. Yeah. And I, I was kind of feeling that even before the punch. I, I, I thought mm-hmm. uh, because I was I had in my mind that things won't go the way Twilight expects. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, what if Anya somehow woos Damien? Ha, ha, ha. That'd be funny, right? <laughs> and then it kind of started happening. It was like, wait a minute. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I, I also started having those thoughts like, I guess before it got very obvious, because I feel like it was in the scene uh-huh. where she apologized, where, where it got, like, really, really, really obvious. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then, I, because I, 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 I was, as I was taking notes, as I was getting through the volume, I I took the note, I think I wrote down something like, I low-key think Damien is, like, subconsciously crushing on Anya. Mm-hmm. But then, then that scene came out, I was like, okay, it's not low-key anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's not low-key. There... No way. Absolutely no way. Yeah, but he's very much in denial, though, about it. <laughs> oh, sure. And, you know, that's depends on the depends on the kid. But for a six-year-old, I think that's, you know, girls are the enemy <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> right. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, like, uh, I think it's pretty good um, adaptation by the author there. Um, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, so, so I'm excited to see where Damien's character growth if there is any uh, i i think there could be oh yeah um, but right. what kind of role he plays and how his and anya's friendship grows and you know add becky into that mix it could be yeah it could be a lot of fun yeah right yeah th- i feel like there's so much potential in these characters like like uh, damien and becky for example that were introduced in this book mm-hmm. uh so i i'm excited to see how everything's gonna progress from from there right anything more on him uh, no. All right, then a bit on Henry Henderson. He was uh, put in charge of Anya's class. Yeah. Uh, a demotion, supposedly, since he, uh, well, being in charge of the first years wasn't really what he was doing before, supposedly, but since he punched Swan in the face, I guess that's what got, well, that, that's what happened. It's probably for the best. <laughs> right, exactly. It's a good thing for, for our, our protagonists. He's a champ. He is. I think <laughs> I think that he has a, you know, he, he rules with a with an iron fist kind of a thing, but at, at the same time he I think he's a reasonable person who mm. values elegancy. <laughs> oh yes. Very much so. <laughs> but uh I think it's a good ally to have. He's a good ally to have at this point. Yeah. And uh, it may not be completely easy for their family, but I, I think it will. I think it will work out. Definitely, I I do agree. Moving on to Frankie a little bit. I guess the only thing I got on him was I I really thought it was fun and kind of sweet how he he was taking Anya's side when you know after she got into to the school where she was accepted right. into the school and he he was taking her side a lot when when Lloyd was being maybe a little bit hard and uh, like he he was the one that gave her the idea to you know, be rewarded for, for getting into the school. So that was, that was nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> scruffy. Scruffy. Yeah. <laughs> Just points. Scruffy. Yeah. <laughs> so is that it on him? Or mm-hmm. you, 
Yeah, I really don't have anything. Yeah. Then I have two other very, very brief mentions mostly, but Twilight's handler, I think that's what she was, the only thing that she was referred to as, the lady with the the hat. Right, the blonde, blonde lady. Yeah. She didn't get a name, did she? I, I didn't see one. Yeah, I don't, I don't recall it either, so she's, uh, yeah, but she appeared twice, I think, and uh, yeah, she was just the one that sort of informed us about kind of the the Imperial Scholar Honor Program at Eden Academy and mm-hmm. kind of how to achieve that. Um, but yeah, maybe we'll see more of her in the future. I'm sure we will. Mm-hmm. And the very last character that I have noted down here is, I think it was at the beginning and the end of the first chapter, if I recall, we saw like a man sitting in a chair looking at like a screen but we saw him from behind and oh yeah it seemed like maybe he could have been like the leader of that spy organization that twilight works for perhaps although mm-hmm. or or, I don't or at know. least like it you know some sort of captain or right chief true or something like that true true at least some some high ranking person at mm-hmm. at the very least yeah yeah um so yeah i just wanted to point that out in case that becomes <laughs> relevant in any of the future volumes yeah yeah uh, is there any other character that we missed that you want to talk about? No, I, I think we covered everything. Sweet. Then let's move on to the comedy. Awesome. Well, the whole castle scene was just hilarious. Like there was so many things, but I think my favorite, my favorite thing from that was when Yor started attacking Twilight. Obviously, you know, we talked about that she, she was drunk and she attacked Twilight in that, in that scene. And and he and like as she's doing that, he's like legitimately like she's going to kill me. <laughs> it's like his his thoughts are go go like that. It's like that, that that was just such a funny like just legitimate like oh my god no I'm gonna die. <laughs> it was really really funny. I I like Henderson's uh, his supposed excuse for getting them so many points so they can be on the wait list. You know. Uh, Twilight say or Lloyd saved their lives by killing the mosquito. You know? <laughs> that was, yeah. It's like really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was great. But quick thinking, I guess. Right. Um, <laughs> some of these other things we mentioned, but one thing we didn't was when Anya, uh, they're they're at the the ceremony, the beginning ceremony, mm. and Anya's looking. Around, I was like, everyone's wearing the same thing as me. <laughs> If that's how yeah, it's how uniforms work, honey. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that was also great. Ah, uh, there, uh, there's so many like it, it seems like kind of simple simple jokes to make, but it just really works in this kind of setting, I guess, or with all yeah. with these characters. It's so it's so good, so good. Um, <laughs> uh, I I really liked it near the end of this book when uh, they had to. Uh, get ready for for Yuri to arrive, and they prepared the lovey dovey marriage kit. And and Anya said, like she just pointed at them. She she said, "Papa and Mama are gonna kiss." <laughs> and uh, that was that was. I wonder how many great. times they're gonna. She's gonna do that. This is this is the second time. Yeah. Uh, I love That'd that. would be kind of a funny re- reoccurring gag. Yes, absolutely. And maybe eventually they will. Uh-huh. <laughs> I really hope so. <laughs> um, I love after she punches Damien, she's getting in trouble. She's like, 
I just held up my hand and he walked into it. And, and the face, the face that she makes when she says that is so great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sadly, makes it hard to believe her, but, but hey, nice try. Yeah. Yeah. Nice try. <laughs> um, and actually, this probably—I don't know—since you don't read the physical book, you maybe didn't get this, but between chapter eleven, which was the last actual chapter of this book. Uh, like mm-hmm. between that chapter and the the bonus or extra mission chapter, there was like a two chapter or not the two a two page thing, like a little bonus bonus thing where they're just kind of like the family is just kind of out doing doing some stuff and uh, there was a part from that that I just wanted to point out that I thought was really funny was that they they went to the pool and Anya is just really excited to get into the water and have fun. And and she she gets in and and she just and she, she she hears like the thoughts of some boys in the pool and they're like uh, I just, I hope no one noticed that I just peed in the pool <laughs> and she's like nope they're just getting it right out of the water and it's like I never want to do this again. <laughs> Poor child. Uh, that, that, that was that, that was uh, something I just had to point that one out because it was just a really funny bit. I thought. <laughs> Dang, I would have liked to read that. <laughs> you would have. <laughs> The heck? <laughs> the physical volume is far superior. I know. <laughs> I I guess it is. It's, it's like three boys standing in the water, like, and they. It's, I don't know if all of them have those thoughts. It's like it just looks, but they all look look really derpy. So I guess all of them just peed <laughs> in the water. And I'm like, and Anya's uh, reaction, like, oh no. <laughs> nope, 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 nope. And and she has like a a swimming hat or what do you call it? Like a the hat you put over your hair. Like a tight, uh, tight a cap. Hat. Yeah, swing cap. Swing cap. Yeah, she has that, and and you you can still see like the like the horn shapes sort of like like she has like in her hair like those those cones are still like under, <laughs> underneath the the swimming cap. <laughs> it's very cute. Anything more on comedy? I, I I it's it's so small, but Becky trying to figure out who was calling her. She's like, hello. Oh yeah! Anybody? <laughs> right. Just like I don't know. It's such a small thing, but it, it made me it made me laugh. No, it was it was really funny. Another one of those small little sort of end of chapter gags uh, was yeah. when uh, the the guy that Lloyd took the the appearance of at the penguin place. He he, he <laughs> apparently like he got, he was promoted to like be in charge of everything on his first day, and he was like, oh, "What the hell? Like what? What's going on?" <laughs> also really funny like that. I have one last thing for me, at least, that I wanted to point out for for funny things, and it's also probably a volume, physical volume exclusive, I think, because it's like the very, very last page uh, of the book. We get a list of Anya's favorite things, and like it's represented with images, but it's also like in words. And I'm gonna list it all because it's it's pretty great. So we got the peanuts. uh, Peanuts is there. Yes, we got the peanuts. We got the chimera. We got uh, spy cartoons, bombs, silenced pistol. Castles, penguins, her uniform, Papa, and that's in parentheses, a liar, Mama, in parentheses, a savage, and it says Becky, in parentheses, milady. (laughs) 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 That was really good. And then there's. tip your fedora when you you say that, (laughs) milady. And uh, and then at the corner of that page, there's like uh, the head of. of Frankie, and he's like, "What about me? Don't I make the list?" <laughs> and he's like really shocked. <laughs> uh. 
But yeah, I, I, you're on the scruffy list. Exactly, he's on the scruffy list. He's the only one on the scruffy list. <laughs> um. So I just real quick a few things. A message from God, like I, I like that line. <laughs> yeah. um, it's kind of funny that a six year old would be thinking that. Yeah. <laughs> um, then the sorry omelet, like. Oh yeah. It's, that... <laughs> it's funny because my, my second read through it, it was funnier to me just because while obviously it was Lloyd giving her the message to apologize, uh-huh. it's even funnier that if you think about it in the context of like for Becky, you know, she would. Anya was served this omelet that just says sorry, like, like pathetic food. I'm sorry. <laughs> that that was what made me laugh the most was Becky's comment. Like, remind me to never get that omelet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and last thing I, I I think I have is oh no, two more things mm. that that is that is incorrect in every possible way. Mm-hmm. I th- I thought that was a classic, like like so good, like <laughs> three thirds. You know, she's, she's so yeah, so confident. <laughs> and he's like, that is incorrect in every possible way. <laughs> um, but she does kind of almost get the fractions when she figures out that uh, how much ammo the guy has left in his pistol or his gun or whatever, mm. and then she's just like. Two eighths of ammunition. Yeah, and just the, she has like an epic pose when she says that. <laughs> yeah, and she says it twice, like when when her mom yeah. comes, like when Yor comes yeah, home. Yeah, She says it again. Yor comes it. It's just like two eighths of ammunition. And was like, anyway, <laughs> yeah. and just goes on. It's pretty great. And I I, I also love how I I can't remember if it's happened before, but at least with that word ammunition, how she said it, or at least how she how it was spelled when she said it. Yeah. Um, what was really funny. Um, and I can't remember if it happened before that at any point, but, but yeah, it's, it's just a, a very funny, like, I guess it just, I guess shows her child side a bit more. Yeah. I mean, and I think less comedic, but just, you know, potentially going forward, if Lloyd can help her learn her schoolwork through the things she enjoys yeah. in, in this instance, the, the spy TV series, then yeah, that could be really beneficial for her, and she learns new vocabulary, the the math, so uh-huh. it could be good. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. I guess the only thing that I really got to, or that I wanted to shed a little bit of light on, or to sort of praise a bit, <laughs> is the cliffhanger that this volume leaves us with. Oh yeah, is yeah, yeah. just yeah, Yuri coming home to visit, um, and and they open the door, and then boom, extra chapter or extra mission one ends the volume, and that's obviously not. Super relevant right there, but yeah, very exciting. So how the chapters are released on the Shonen Jump app mm. is that this the extra chapter is 8.1, so it's in, be- ah, in between 8 and 9. Gotcha. Um, I see, I see. So it, it breaks up uh, the, the whole school section of the volume Ooh, I see. Um, instead of being at the end of mm. um, that one. So... I mean, it works either way because it it is just one of those side stories that you just fit anywhere. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. But having having the the door open up to their home, and that's the <laughs> that's that's the cliffhanger was. Oh, uh huh. It was pretty. It got me pretty excited to read volume three. Totally, and you can see like everyone has like this very like almost 
exaggerated smile on their face. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yeah. all three of them on those last two pages. But then you also see like at the bottom of both of those last pages, you see uh, Yuri's and Twilight's like eyes being like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like I got my eye on you. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's very, very good. I, I'm excited to see in what ways they prove to Yuri that they're a couple, you know, a lovey-dovey couple, <laughs> besides just aesthetics. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah, because this is like, this is sort of like the interview at the school, but sort of like the next mm -hmm. level. Like, it's, because th th this is someone that knows your very, very well. Yeah, So it's right. definitely, it should be a, a bigger challenge than the school interview. Uh, to prove, yeah, to prove it makes him. me wonder if if Yuri will start drilling Lloyd about, about certain things about his sister. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, I mean, knowing knowing Lloyd, maybe he's prepared. Maybe he knows exactly what to say. Right, right. But who knows? Maybe it's, this is could be something that surprises him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I can't I can't wait. Uh, this uh -huh. this will be a lot of a lot of fun. Very exciting. So a couple predictions as questions i have mm -hmm. uh, will yuri learn the truth about twilight mm. uh i i don't think so yet uh, um because it seems that knowing his position he would quickly go to the secret service or the the, the secret police mm. and you know report him in uh but it, it it also could be that he he doesn't do it to keep his sister happy so he like finds out but then he just keeps quiet uh, tries to tries to prove to his sister that lloyd is is twilight maybe and i don't know i don't know mm -hmm. it, i'm just thinking of what ways it could go down right and, and i'm wondering in, in this volume since we'll probably get maybe some backstory to your and and yudi's childhood well, we learn why Yor is an assassin, like why she was. We hmm. kind of ended up taking that livelihood, I guess. Uh, or is that going to be saved for even later on? I don't know. Yeah. And then lastly, hmm. uh, something that Yudi was really upset about was the man that he was interrogating for treason about. Right. Hmm. And in the first volume, Yor had a bit of a like a righteous fury kind of a, well when she went to take out like this uh, this uh i guess corrupt politician or, or something like that oh, yeah. she basically accused i think she accused him of treason and i believe or, or something along those lines right um <clears throat> and so it makes me wonder if that that idea of treason is, is important to both of them mm yeah. And maybe has something to do with their parents. Not saying their parents necessarily betrayed their country, but maybe the actions of someone else who betrayed the country ended up affecting yours mother and father and that's why mm. they were not there during their childhood. Right, exactly. I, I mean, regardless, I think that's something that should be interesting to learn more about. Like why did the two of them grow up without parents? Or at least like, why and when did the parents kind of leave the, the whole picture? Right. I mean, I guess they could be in jail or, or dead, but hmm. I mean, sure they didn't just didn't leave them. I guess they could have. You don't know. <laughs> True. We don't know. Um, but but yeah, that, that is also something I'm very excited to 
to learn more about. Mm-hmm. There's so much about like so many things like that. Like, well, like with your, we got this big thing, and with and 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 like sort of on top of that, like why and how she ended up doing the work that she does, and right. and with Anya, we have we have the whole like the the organization that turned her into a telepath. Like, I'm dying. That's I'm true. dying to learn more about that whole yeah definitely. You know, backstory, and and with Twilight, while we know, you know, we know his profession. We don't really know anything at all about his past, like his life before he became a spy or anything like that. We know his life now is dedicated to his work, but surely there was a time before that when he had a, a normal life, you know. Mm-hmm. And we know nothing at all about that. We don't even know his name. So, yeah, uh, that's also something I I would like to you know get more info on as the story goes. For sure. But yeah, that's uh, that's the second volume. Woot. I was at the store the other day and I saw that I think I think it was volume six mm-hmm. was out on the store shelves. Yes, it so. is. I have it actually. I have up to volume six in my bookshelf, although I haven't read the sixth one. I've only read up to five. Of course. Uh, but yes, six is out, and uh, seven is coming out. Uh, oh, next year in April. So it's it, it's a while actually. Oof! Wow. <laughs> That's a long time to wait. Well, I mean, at least there's still, for us, four, well, including three, <laughs> four more volumes. Exactly, yeah, yeah. So, that's, at least we have that many more weeks, I suppose, but... Right. Yeah, it's it's it's, uh, it's definitely one of those up-and-coming mangas that I, I, I'm hearing a lot of people get very excited about and have a lot of praise for, so... Yeah. I'm glad we were able to... I mean, sometimes I like having a lot of material to cover... But it's also nice, but from a different perspective, it's nice to kind of be here towards the beginning and, and see how right. the series grows. Exactly, exactly, yeah. So that that's a lot of fun. Plus, we'll, we're able to catch up with it much quicker than we did with uh, Kaguya-sama and To Your Eternity. That's true. So, uh, yeah, yeah. But I guess that is it for this week. If you enjoy our content, you can follow us on Twitter at Umami Manga, and it would be lovely if you'd like to support us by either rating our show on the podcast platforms or subscribing to our channel Umami Manga on YouTube. If you like this episode, please share it with anyone you think might enjoy it too. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time when we'll talk about Volume 3. Bye-bye. See you later. So I basically have the same project that I always record in, uh-huh. like same logic project file. So I I have like all of the opening and closing music pieces in there, as, you know, as well as the the tracks that I edit, like you're my tracks, and like oh wow, basically it's the same project always. I just replace our recordings. Okay. So I can like I can keep settings on the on the tracks, for example. Yeah. I can keep settings on our voices and stuff like that. Right. Without having to re- do it over every week. That's probably uh, that's pretty smart. Yeah, yeah, it, it works really well. But now when I started, I started, I pushed the recording button. I hadn't muted the Titan Tea Time opening theme track, <laughs> so it started playing in my ears when I started recording. Like, ah! <laughs> <laughs>